1: Yeah, it's uh, it's it's, it's it's even a better story than that because I was a redshirt freshman when I won it. So, so that means I did not play my first year um, right. in college golf. Uh, so this was so it was my first year competing, but my first year is was actually the the really uh, the great year because it was uh it was actually the opposite of winning a national championship. I, I got to school as a as a highly recruited golfer. Um, you know, I'm going to just tell it how it was. My roommate was from Spain. His name was Pablo Martin. He was the best recruit in the world that you could get. And I was the best recruit from the from the United States that you could get. So you have two freshmen coming to, to Stillwater, Oklahoma State, excited about what we both can do. And my college roommate, uh, I didn't qualify for the first tournament. He did, and he won the tournament. Same thing happened the second tournament, and he won that one as well. And so he won his first two events where – I started struggling as i as I got here. I kind of came to school unfortunately with a little bit of a back injury that summer coming to school mm-hmm. and uh, didn't get to p- compete a lot and just got to this tough golf course carsten creek uh, you know a storied program a legendary golf coach and uh, and I, and I felt the pressure the expectations and I, I didn't handle it well and I mean but scores started to be the high 70s to the low 80s to mid high 80s low 90s by the time I left Oklahoma State that spring um I think a lot of the coaches would tell you that they they thought it was kind of done for me I I was I'd have a hard time finishing Karsten Creek I just I had the full swing yips that the ball could just go any direction with any club and uh and so and that's your red shirt year that's my red shirt year so I you know I leave in May And then a year later, I'm, you know, with the team holding up the team championship trophy and individually. And so, um, so the life lessons I learned that, that year, my, my red shirt freshman year that year was, uh, was unbelievable. You know, it was, uh, it was such a gift for me in my life really, because, you know, golf had been something that I, you know, I'd come to the course every day because in some ways it was almost like a pat on your back. You know, it was like your ego gets stroked, you know, I'm good at it. You know, this is great, you know, and, um, and all of a sudden, it it became, that wasn't the case anymore. You know, it was, I was getting my teeth kicked in. I was getting embarrassed. You know, I mean, it was just, uh, it was such a struggle. But what happened for me was, even though golf was, in a sense, kind of almost being taken away, all of that, it was the best the best year to that point in my life. I, uh, I just, I came to Stillwater. There was uh, a guy on my team who's my best friend to this day. Um, he'd kind of already been here for a year. And kind of learn the lay of the land and just Stillwater is this amazing place. It's just, you can just have so much fun here. Uh, uh, But like good fun, you know I mean? It's just, there's, uh, he took me to church that first Sunday. My wife and I still go to that church. Um, You know, I I got involved with these different, different things on campus, uh, just making friends. And so it was like golf was going this way, but my life had never been better. And it was just this amazing gift because from then on out and really to this day, I still always know that, that, you know, my, my happiness, my joy, um, peace, all that stuff. It's, it's not circumstantial based, um, you know, on profession. And uh, it just gave me a great chance to kind of detach my identity away from what I do and and find it in other things. So
0: that's uh, great. There's a lot to dive in there, but I think it's important too, to talk about is I'm sure like I was doing, you know, you're chasing the AJGA tournaments and uh, all the stuff like that as a kid. And then to go there and then get your teeth kicked in. and It's it's yeah. it's funny. I'm going through this now. My oldest is a freshman in high school, and he just started uh-huh. on, a, on the high school golf team. And you see a kid whose score started here. They started coming down. Then they go yeah. back up. And it's like going through that yeah. emotional side, man, is so yes. tough. So what do, you, what do you think made it different for you as a young man than um, to, to keep fighting, right? What made you keep fighting? Because you can apply that today to the business world too, right, to our yes. people who are listening and saying, hey, yep. I'm struggling. I'm getting – my teeth kicked in, I can just give up or I can keep going. Right. And what was it about you that kept going?
1: Yeah. Um, you, well, so it's, it's another story. So when I was eight years old, uh, I had a brother. I was about to turn eight. He was about to turn 12. He passed away from a, a sudden heart attack. And oh he was born gosh. with a heart condition. Um, and at the time, um, you know, felt like it was fixed. Uh, it was it's called transposition of the great arteries. I don't know if some of your listeners might know what that is. Um, And, but back when he had the surgery done, it was, you know, it was very much on an experimental basis, you know, and most of the kids live between that 12 and 20 year olds range. Now you can live a, a full expected life. So it's fantastic. Um, but watching the way my parents walked through that as an eight year old, um, I don't, I'm not quite sure how I had the, you know, just the ability to kind of take that in and see what they were doing. But, you know, I'll just, I'll never forget the way my dad just just approached the whole situation. Um, you know, you weren't sure if my brother was going to live when he was first born. And so for my dad, you know, he kind of had this, this hope that, you know, maybe, maybe it's not great to get, you know, if if they just, if he were to go quickly at first, you know, there was that thought, you know, my dad owned a business for 30 years, you know, kind of having this businessman mentality, you know, it'll almost be easier that way. And then, and then he just felt really guilty about that. He's watching my little, you know, my brother hang on for, you know, dear life. And, And so he prayed. He just asked God, he goes, give me, give me, you know, just give me, give me three years to get to know my son. I just want three years. And I just remember him telling people he got the best deal. He just was so thankful. He got to spend 12 years with Joel. And so, you know, it was just to, to see, to see my parents grieve to see them struggle, but to do it in a way where there was still thankfulness, there was still hope. um, I saw it and it, it stuck with me. I think it just, it, it made me a lot older for my years, always growing up. And, uh, and it just, you know, it, it's given me the kind of the opportunity as I've, I've faced trials to kind of have something to remember that, that I saw as 100% truth that, you know, you can, you, you can get through these tough situations. And, uh, and so it might chew at you a little bit, but it doesn't have to, doesn't, it doesn't have to devastate you.
0: Well, I think perspective is a big one there, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you think about, man, if this is the least of my concerns, I'm shooting, you know, 77 instead of 67. It's like, eh, yeah, kind of ticked off for the day, but man. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I
1: I got to know Ben Crane, you know, and he, um, you know, because my personality that, that led to having that struggle my freshman year is still, that's my personality, you know, and there's a, you know, that, you know, that, that can, can creep up and, you know, you just, so, you know, it's always a, always a struggle. It's always there, but, you just develop tools to handle it. Right. And so, uh, uh, but you know, that's the, would always. Hey, listen, at the end of the day, the only thing that changes is whether the ball goes a little more right or a little more straight or a little more left, but anything of real importance isn't, isn't changed by how you play today. And so, you know, just a guy is, had incredible success, you know, that that's the type of attitude he takes. That's
0: right. So we talk a lot about success on here. And and so what I would say to those that maybe not following the golf world, Oklahoma state um, would be the equivalent of almost like an Alabama football. Right, and I know your Oklahoma State football family wouldn't like me saying that, but but I'm just (laughs) to to put it in perspective: is it's it's a powerhouse when it comes to golf, right? Tons of PGA Tour winners, lots of people that have won. I shouldn't say lots, but what six or seven of you have won the NCAA individual tournament. Uh, yep. so lots of great golfers have come out of there. Ricky Fowler, right. Obviously he's right. come out of there right. and it's why he wears the orange and all that stuff. But, um, what, what have you learned about life? Uh, certainly about golf, but about life from the people that you've been blessed to be around, right? Some of the right. greatest at what they do. What are some of those right. lessons you've learned?
1: Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's, uh, you know, you get, you got the former players, but then, you know, the, probably the, the person that, you know, you, you get the, the, the biggest blessing of being around is his name is Mike Holder. And Mike Holder's our athletic director now, but he was the yeah. golf uh, golf coach for about 34 years here. And what he built at Oklahoma State uh, and just the man that he is and the vision that he had and the connections that he made and just, uh, I mean, really the, the whole landscape of our university would not look like it is if it wasn't for Mike Holder. I mean, it's, it's wow. the absolute truth. And so that's kind of a, a long story, but I mean, he just amazing the consistency of this man. I mean, he's, you know, mid seventies now. And I mean, he has had the same routine for probably 50 years. I mean, yeah. it just, he just, he's in the weight room three mornings a week at 6.00 AM. Uh, he, if he's not in the weight room, those, the other mornings, he's walking Karsten Creek uh, used to run as a young man, but otherwise he's walking it somewhere between, 5, 5.30 in the morning starts, you know, so he's one of those typical early risers, very consistent, just like clockwork wherever he goes. Uh, doesn't just work five days a week, works seven days a week. Um, you know, he just has this, he, he, he just brings the best out of you. You know, he just kind of is one of those that doesn't ask you to do anything that he's not already doing. You know I mean? As a player, you know, I mean, he's got way more responsibilities than we had and but he'd be that person sitting at the lunch table when you showed up to the course he'd be the first one there he'd be the last person to leave if someone was still out practicing he'd be out there watching them and so uh just unbelievable dedication and and uh and so what he's done for our program so he, he was one of those that uh, I'm super thankful I've been able to be around. Awesome.
0: So, would you? I know uh, Matt Wolf. We just yeah. since we just talked about golf, and or we've always yeah. been talking about golf. But you know, we just watched the U.S. Open, and uh, yeah. he ended up runner-up or whatever it was. Yeah. And uh, uh-huh. well, I mean, here's a guy that's got a different swing, right? We all know that. Right. And but what what do you see from a kid like him? Number one, but then number two, I, I would say what's what do you see between the you know the number one, the Justin Thomases or Rorys of the world versus the 150th person in the world? It's usually oh, yeah. about what one stroke, oh, right? yeah. but there's yeah. a lot more between the years yeah. up here. And so what? talk to us yeah. about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think if you're watching someone just practice, you, you wouldn't even be able to tell, you know, you wouldn't be able to notice who that, who that person is. Um, so, yeah, there, there's so much that goes into it. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, like, but everyone has, that's really good. They, they have something they do very well. You know, I mean, so there we have two players that just turned pro, Matt Wolf and Victor Hovland. And as you watched them play over the last couple of years here in Stillwater, they each have a, a, an amazing skill. You know, Matt has this this unbelievable distance and then an accuracy to go with it. You know, it's it's not just long; it's right. it's relatively straight as well. And so, um, you know, which so I think that, it was funny
0: because everybody's talking about Bryson DeChambeau's length, but then there be holes where he was still ten or fifteen yards yeah. farther than Bryson.
1: Yeah, I think Matt actually ended up having a, a longer driving distance than okay. Bryson did that week, you know, so, so yeah, he, I mean, he just, just crushes it, but, but straight as well. And so, um, that was really special to watch those, those couple of years. And then Victor Hovland, not quite as long, but as accurate as you'll just ever see. I mean, it's just, he just, the ball just doesn't get offline. And so, you know, you see two things that are like, whoa, that, that, that's, you know, and it could be someone who just they putt unbelievably well right. or they do something, you know. And and uh, I think having something that you're just really, really good at, you can then kind of build build the rest around that uh, and kind of a strategy around that. Speaking to like a Bryson DeShim, I mean, he's kind of right now he's developing this length. And then from there, it's I'm going to develop a strategy and a game around this right. this length. Uh, so I think having something that you do really well is is a differentiator. And then how you end up becoming number one versus, you know, a guy that's just trying to keep his card, you know, each year, um, there, boy, there's just so many intangibles and, yeah. you know, it's so much about just your confidence and you know how you have the ability to just approach each week and yep. get the most out of each week. It's pretty amazing.
0: When, when you hear the word expectations and you think about that from life or golf or, you know, mm-hmm. from business, what's that, what's that word mean to you?
1: Yeah. For me, expectations, uh, at times has actually been something that uh, I would hear it and be like, Oh, expectations, you know, it's because it, you know, and you can have a kind of a a bad feeling about it. Um, But, you know, I think, you know, and I think it's really, you know, uh, when there's expectations, that's a good thing. You know, if there's, if, if there's, if you, you know when you're uh, liking it we're talking about golf i mean if you're teeing off on a sunday and you're in 40th place you, there's no expectations you don't feel it there's there's no right. jitters there, there's no nothing you know there's nothing in you and that that's really actually not fun and i know for me what happened is you know i started to kind of switch it where yeah okay there's an expectation that i could have a really good result here uh, I could do something great here and so when i started to feel those feelings that was what i'd tell myself hey this is great like this is what yeah. you want to feel like you this is that means there's a chance of something really good to happen and so you know you you kind of uh you learn to really get excited about those and, and embrace those
0: so I'm, I'm jumping around here but just different things notes and things going through my mind is uh obviously you being a, a golfer as a as a kid then going to college you've played professionally but you had to have these people. I would assume you talked about your mom and dad and unfortunately you lost your brother, but they mm-hmm. were also a very big part of your life. Oh, yeah. you know, I would assume to take you to the golf oh, course yeah. and travel around all these golf tournaments all over and spend this money. Yeah. And what, what do you think your parents did right for us parents right now? They're dealing whether it's golf or soccer or baseball, basketball, football, whatever it is, what did your parents do right that led yeah. you to be the national champion and play professionally and all this stuff?
1: Yeah. um, I think my dad, uh, you know, my mom's an amazing, amazing woman, but I'll talk about my dad first. Um, He never had like a goal for me to end up being where I am. It was a good golfer
0: real quick. Sorry to interrupt. uh, He's a good golfer.
1: Yeah, he's a good golfer. He actually started real late, got a, ended up getting a scholarship to Point Loma Nazarene College, played for a couple years, realized, uh, I'm going to go into business, so I need to yeah. just go into business. So he, he went into business and, uh, and started that way. Okay. But, but for him, it was it was just about the journey. You know, it was about the fun. I mean, I remember we I was nine years old, and I started taking lessons. I, I started playing golf after my brother had passed away. That was, you know, I, I, we were playing baseball. I didn't like baseball. And I told my dad, yeah. hey, I'd much rather play golf. And, okay, that'd be great. You know, so now we yeah. don't have to do the baseball thing. So, um, But, you know, he checked me out of school like once a month early. And there was this teaching pro about an hour and a half from our house. So it wasn't like he was – he was known for being a pretty good player in our area. But my dad, he was thinking – it was more about just, hey, the chance for us to spend time in a car together for an hour and a half, yeah. get out of school a little early, just go have some fun. You know, it was it – was, uh, you know, we – we got pretty serious about it. We, we did some things that, you know, are, are definitely on the serious side as far as the commitments we made as a family. But I never got this feeling from my dad that it was, I knew I never had to pay him back for anything. I knew there was, there was this never expectation that, Hey, you better make the most of this kid, you know, I never felt that pressure. Um, it was about the fun and the journey and the adventure and just kind of this, this family, family experience. And yeah. so, um, I think for him, you know just uh you know he he would say, you know losing my brother, you know that that kind of just to be able to be together as a family and and oh, everything sure, you know yeah. a, a golf you know golf as you know like you can't you're not necessarily the typical kid where you maybe you you get your car at sixteen and you're off doing your own thing you know it takes it takes a family to kind of to travel to the tournaments in the summer and do all those things, and so you know it allowed us to spend a lot of time together, be together, and yeah. uh that was great for. my mom and my dad and 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 for me as well but yeah yeah, I just I I never you know and it's still to this day like you know I can call my dad and you know hey can you come help me with something and and I know there's just no you know like uh, he absolutely will do it you know and it's not it's not out of uh, obligation it's not out of you know well you're going to owe me something in return you just um, so just for me I've tried to take that approach with my kids that it's man I'm you know <laughs> I was the one that you know since brought them into this world you know it's right. like it's uh, and I and I just need to be thankful for the time I get with them and yeah. and
0: uh, so so how do you do that so I think you bring up a good point talk about your dad enjoying the journey and obviously what they went through with your brother kind of opened your yeah. eyes to things that hopefully you and I yeah. don't have to experience as others. Right. I I mean, how do you slow down between, you know, director of golf, uh, functional golf at Gray Institute, the stuff at Oklahoma State, now your golf app, I mean, right, all these things that are pulling you pulling your time and your attention and your thinking when you go home even, right? Right. How do you slow down and enjoy the journey?
1: Yeah, I, uh, you know, one of the things the greatest tools for me is there's a group of friends that I have. Um, There's that Man, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty awesome. I mean, just, we, we spend intentional time together, uh, at least once every couple of weeks. Uh, yeah. and, and it's, you know, and it's not just hanging out and talking about sports. You know, we just, we ask each other tough questions and we, we challenge each other to, to be good husbands, to be good fathers, um, and just kind of check in on each other, checking on each other. How How are you doing? You know, are you actually, you know, are you, are, are you the dad that's that, you know, you're, you're, you're on your phone when your kid's trying to talk to you about something and showing you something, or, you know, are you putting it down? Uh, when's the last time you took your wife on a date? You know, how how are you guys communicating? You know, just all that. So having, having older mentors in my life along the way and that I still, you know, connect with and then having the, this kind of peer group um, to be able to kind of keep each other yeah. uh, accountable has been the, I think for me is, is what I really, is hope. that
0: stuff scheduled or is it more of like, you know, Hey, every two weeks we're getting together and kind of going to challenge each other. Or is it just randomly? I'll pick up the it's, phone and call you.
1: No, it's scheduled. So we try to, we try to once a week we do, we do, it's called a, it's called pump and pray. So, um, that I'm the director, of, you know, golf for the, uh, functional golf system for the Gray Institute. And I learned this from the, the, the CEO of the Gray Institute, his name's Gary Gray. He's done this with a group of friends for a long time where you know, you just get up early one morning, meet meet somewhere at, you know, 545. Uh, you just do a short little fun circuit 20 minute workout. Uh, and then you and then you just pray together, you know, and sit around yeah. and just kind of talk and, and ask each other some questions, and then everyone gets a chance to kind of pray and, and, uh, and, and you're home before hopefully most of the house wakes up. And, right. you, you know, you haven't interfered with, uh, with, you know, your wife make, you know, having to do extra that morning. And it's just, uh, you know, you're tired when you get up, but man, you sure feel good when you're done. And it just, you uh, Um, so we, 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 that's usually Wednesday mornings. We didn't do it this Wednesday morning. Uh, just sometimes things change and, uh, but, but we always, that's kind of always on the books and we start checking with each other kind of Monday, Tuesday night. How's it looking?
0: I like that. So let's talk about, uh, since you talked about some exercises there, what, uh, you know, for us up here in the St. Louis area, the Midwest, some of us, you know, we can't play golf all year round. So uh, let's let's focus on and i'm sure the answer is the same whether you're playing golf all year round or not what are some of those exercises yeah. as, a, as a man or woman right now is in, is in the, the weight room or they're driving on the road what should we be yeah. focused on from a mobility standpoint flexibility be able to make the turn yeah. what, are, what are two or three yeah. things that we really need to be focusing on
1: yeah you know so hip flexibility is going to be one of the the best things you can continue to kind of keep up in your life uh of your hips and then this kind of upper part of your spine um it just those those are parts of your body that actually have the ability to do a lot um but they'll kind of defer to other parts of the body if they're not being utilized and being trained and and kind of moved and so you know really motion is lotion you know keep moving um move move as many different directions as you can um, and that's uh you know so everything we do, we, we, we turn into a matrix. So it's like, you know, if I have my hands, I can, I can reach them down towards the ground. I can reach them up over my head behind me. I can go to the side one way or the other, and I can rotate both directions. And so in doing that, I just took my thoracic spine through all three planes of motion forward, backward, mm-hmm. side to side and rotation. Uh, in each, each plane, there's two directions you can go. And so uh, you do that with lunges. You do that with, reaches, you do that, you know, you do it with all these different things. And so, uh, yeah, I'd I'd love to, there's a way I can kind of, I'm trying to think how it would be the best way I could kind of direct you guys. I mean, the Gray Institute has unbelievable amounts of free content on there. Uh, They're educators G-R-A-Y
0: Institute. Yep.
1: Yep. They're educators by uh, trade really. Uh, And uh, most people in the movement world today have been influenced by them. And, and so they have this thing called 3D maps that um, it's a it's a combination of a lunge with an arm swing in a particular direction, like I just showed you. That will, with doing just six lunges and then the complementary arm swing, you take your foot and ankle, both knees, both hips, your spine, and both shoulders through every motion they can go through. Um, and it's so just so I can picture movements.
0: myself going in a lunge. Okay, I get my right foot forward, right? I got you, the lunge going, right? Take your hands, take
1: your hands, nice, nice straight arms, just reach them up nice and high. And what that's going to do is that's going to get your hip to extend nicely. It's going to get your abdominals to extend nicely. It's going to get your, your spine to extend nicely. And it'll do a motion at your foot and ankle and your shoulder as well. Uh, and then when you step back and do a backwards lunge, the hands go down and now it lengthens out that whole backside of your body. And you know, so you just, it's, it's really awesome. Uh, and it's something I do couple times a day and uh like i said you know if you just keep moving you keep using it 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 doesn't go away and so it's really it's a it's a it's a great a great system
0: yeah so if you go to his uh his instagram which i believe what's your instagram handle again
1: mine yeah yes j more jonathan jay Moore, yep. jonathan yep yeah so
0: if you if you go to that uh, for those that are on instagram check it out you can uh, see his instagram you've got tons of great stuff on there too yeah. i had my kid yeah. doing one the other day in our little workout room at home where taking the weight you know and just kind yep. of doing the follow-through right uh, right and i think that's it's so good but again this isn't just golf right we're talking golf yeah. but yeah. anything right if you if yes. you're a 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80 year old. I mean, if you can do these right. things, that's going to help right. you have mobility longer in life, which is what exactly. I think we all want is to be able to walk yes. around and do the things that we want to do. So, so yeah. that's awesome. So um, yep. tell us a little bit about this app. You've got this app called yeah. more M O O R E right. More, yep. uh, more power uh, golf app. So talk to us that's about right.
1: that. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it, it was a, a COVID project. Um, and uh, you know, I had a little extra free time and uh, it was, of being approached by some people that thought um you know I, I might have a unique a unique approach in that i've i've played the game understand the game i've worked with so many different golf instructors some of the you know several in the top 10 um and uh and then i, I have developed you know kind of really devoted my last uh, four years uh to really understanding movement and how that applies to golf and so uh yeah so i just i, I kind of started working on it and uh kind of walked through this process. There's a company by the name of Swing U that uh, they develop apps and um, they have a quite a clientele now of golf, golf teaching professionals. And um, they they do a great job and kind of helping you walk you through the steps. But it it was a lot of fun. It was fun for me. Uh, You know, I kind of I try to see it as a really kind of a, a culmination of just you know, uh, things that I've learned over the years, uh, in a sense, getting to the simple side of complex. So trying to deliver a, a a simple thought and tip versus, uh, because I went through the complexity of it. Uh, let's, let's now take the, you know, the things that I I really saw that worked that you could kind of digest easily and, and then present it that way. So.
0: And you can also have a former NCAA champ, a guy that's played in the U S open, the British open on the tour, all that stuff. Give yeah, you a little yeah. lesson, right? I
1: mean, yeah, come on. yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, you can it's find fun, something right. wrong, right? Right. Right. It's, it's a fun, it's really fun and people have, uh, yeah, they've really been using it. Um, you know, there's been a couple of times it's trended in the top 20 in the sports category for apps. Nice. Um, quite a few people that have that have, uh, signed up, uh, you know, it's just a one-time purchase of nine dollars and 99 cents that then gives you access to over 200 videos in the exercise library that are kind of broken down amongst different golf categories uh, like full swing faults and fixes bunker play putting you know just you name it there's a list of about seven of them and then uh and then there's the golf specific training as well for exercises kind of category okay. that you can go into so it's, uh, yeah. So if it, I was on that, awesome. I
0: could spend 9 99 and now I've got basically 200 and something of the normal golf swings, but I've also got tons, I assume, of videos. If I said, Hey, I need to really work on my hips or I need to work on my upper body yep. being more mobile, I can, yep. can I go in there and build a, a workout training regime in there?
1: Yeah. You know, the, the app's not exactly designed to like build a workout. I mean, you can, but, I mean, I can people, get the ideas, people, right? I can yes, get the ideas can, to build my, exactly. Own video. Exactly. Yeah. You got based around, you know, backswing and, uh, finish position or full swing movements, you name it, just you know, it. mobility drills, flexibility drills, strength drills, endurance drills. So it's, it's pretty fun. Uh, and then like I said, within the app, someone, uh, they have access to kind of my calendar to schedule in-person lessons, but you have access to that outside of just the app too. But then within the app there's virtual lessons. So someone yep. can, they can buy a lesson for twenty four ninety nine, and I do a full voiceover video, drawing lines and circles. And then wow. I, put together, uh, I'd send them a personalized video of me walking them through that and then talking to them about how they're going to go about getting better and improving with that. And, and then usually up, upload some videos from the library that speak to it as well.
0: And so it's uh, it's pretty good. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah would have thought five years ago or 10 years ago, you'd be doing something like that. Right, right. All these yeah. COVID I mean, projects, it's going to make, somebody's going to make a big impact. Lots of people are going to make a huge impact on these, yeah. what we would call these COVID projects. So yeah. I saw you're wearing the WHOOP bracelet. I just started wearing yeah. one about uh, about three weeks ago, this little WHOOP bracelet here. And it is by far the best from a recovery, uh, sleep, um, strain on my body, right? My exercising mm-hmm. and, and just yeah. the things I've learned about my heart. Um, yeah. Have been incredible uh, for you. And any any learning from you that you can share, with people? I'm I'm not paid by Whoop to say this. I'm just sure. Uh, I just yeah. a huge believer in
1: it. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not either. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, learning about heart rate variability has been really interesting, and just kind yeah. of the things to do to you know to help with that. Uh, that that has been, you know, I think for me, I I didn't I never considered that, didn't have any knowledge of that before. So just the fact that I maybe know. 0.2% uh, a, a now about that is, right. is better than before. So that's, that's, right. that's been great. Um, and just, uh, you know, I was trying to think, one of the things that really stood out to me was just a, a practice session, how much strain that that puts on my body uh, has been really interesting to kind of see. Um, yeah. So I think it's, it's been helpful to kind of, you know, I, I run at a pretty high strain level every, every day. Um, yeah. And so I have to be pretty, in, I'm learning, I have to be pretty intentional about um, about, and so I'm hoping to learn how to maybe not necessarily dial back what I'm doing, but maybe how to, do it smarter, are there other right? things I can do that? Yeah. Maybe help me yeah. to, uh, not have, uh, acquire as much strain throughout the day while still doing the same amount in a sense. So that that's, right. that's where, what I'm hoping for, um, cause I, I, I like to, like to be busy. I like to, uh, be a part of things, but, um, I do see, I run a pretty high strain every day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm like a, between the 12 and 15 and a half. I need to probably yeah. do a little bit more. But, you know, I ride the bike or I exercise, yeah. you know, ride the treadmill or whatever. And uh, But I maybe can well, do more. But. You
1: know, I mean, what's interesting, though, is that it's, you know, if someone could do the same thing and your strain levels are different. You know, watching That's our true. players watching our players compete this week down there, you know, they, they played the same amount of holes each day. And some of the guys, you know, were at 19 in their strain. Others yes, were down at do that, you say that? 13, I said 14. a guy just
0: went and played golf the other day and he said he was like a 17 or 18 on, yeah. on it. And I went, and that was for like 18 holes. So I went and played 36 holes on a little golf deal we did with some buddies. And I was a 15 strain the whole right. day after right. six holes. And I was just confused. I'm like, so in my mind, I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Or is it his Something no. wrong with him? Like, it's just, I yeah. guess our bodies are all different.
1: I think our bodies are different. And I think, uh, you know, I think, you know, it really is measuring that, you know, your heart rate and uh, is yeah. is a big big part of it. And so I think in some ways, you know, it, you wanna be able to to push be yourself in a workout number. with less. Yeah, yeah. I think that's actually the goal for yeah. all.
0: Well, if anybody wants to learn more about it, I'm a big, uh, big proponent of it. So just uh, reach out to me and, and I'll be happy to help. So let's end with this. A um, couple of things you said earlier, you talked about, I think, thankfulness or gratitude, maybe how you worded it. I'm, I'm big on think, uh, being uh, grateful for what we have and trying to be yeah. more in the moment on that stuff. Do you do any exercises, any routines? If I follow Jonathan Moore around for a day, anything I could see around that or any other habits and routines besides exercise?
1: Yeah. The, I think one of the things that's been really consistent in my life now since about the age of 17 is the music I listen to. Uh, okay. I mean, if you were to, if you were to come into my car, it's just, I I've listened now to uh, Christian music for that, that long. And uh, you know, and, and that just, uh, I, I think there's something to that. Cause I think what you do listen to and what's coming in your head uh, kind of pours out of you. It and matters, so yeah. I, uh, I think it matters. And so, you know, just, just listening to things that are encouraging and, and uplifting, um, uh, through it's kind of little, just little bits throughout the day as I'm in the car, um, uh, I think is, has made a difference in my life. Uh, I haven't actually been a, a consistent reader in my life. Um, you know, I know that sometimes, you know, a lot of people, uh, read a lot. Um, I, I didn't develop a love for that at an early age. I've tried sure. to at times in my life. Um, but, uh, I'm not a consistent reader, but you know, that would be one thing that I think has been, uh, uh, consistent. So it's sure. pretty re- relational. Uh, I, I enjoy I enjoy people. I get energy from people. Um, and so, you know, I like being around people. And uh, I think I, I've always surrounded myself with with good people and the things I listen to.
0: That's important. That's important. Yeah. So yeah. what if I take your phone, I, I steal your phone. And besides <laughs> emails, you got to have that for work and stuff. So what's one app that you think that, uh, oh my gosh, please, Brett, do not delete this app. What is it and why? <laughs> well,
1: probably been Instagram over the last couple of years. I mean, yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't have it three, two, three years ago. And, uh, you know, now I do. And I mean, it's, it's awesome. it's like a newspaper. It's, it's yeah. I mean, you know, you can just do so much with it. So, uh, I, I enjoy, I enjoy Instagram. I enjoy getting yeah. on there and, you know, and have, and it's, it's great, right? You follow what you want to follow and, and look at what you want to look at. And, and so it's, yeah, it's, it's a good thing, but, uh, and connect
0: with great people like you and get you on the podcast.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: Well, that's exactly. awesome. Well, where can our listeners find more of you? You mentioned your handle on Instagram earlier. Any other places would be great for them to follow you and find more information.
1: You know, pro- not not at the moment, but you know, maybe maybe down the road there will be. Uh, but probably uh, there. Uh, you know, I'm I'm good at responding to people if they they send me a private message. Um, so you know, please do. Um, I hope uh, you know. I'm happy to get to come on and get to meet you. I uh, yeah. hope we get to uh, life's journey gets to, you know, bring us, uh, cross paths a little bit more over the that'd future, awesome. but, um, that'd be great.
0: Love it. So tell us the people that are happening to be watching this, for those of you who are listening, he's got this, like, I know what it is. Cause we talked about it earlier, but this cage thing behind you for stretching <laughs> yeah. and all that. So talk, <laughs> right. talk to us about that.
1: Okay. So, um, you know, we mentioned his name already, Gary Gray, and we've talked about the Gray Institute. Well, he invented these things back there. Um, they're called, uh, True stretch. So the company True uh, designs them for them, um, hmm. and it's a uh, it is a it is a cage that you you can stand upright. Uh, so you stretch in an upright posture, which is really important because uh how you position yourself to gravity changes how the muscles work and the joints and everything in the body so being upright if you're about ready to go do a real functional activity like swing a golf club play basketball whatever it is uh learning to stretch upright's great it's got the the ability to uh, to make four points of attachment so both feet and both hands can attach somewhere so when that happens, wow. you give your body a great sense of stability. And when your body has a great sense of stability, it's going to show you its greatest amount of mobility. So it feels and senses secure. So now it's, it'll, it'll expand and stretch and lengthen. Uh, and in order to lengthen in three planes of motion, having those four points of stability is, uh, <laughs> is really important. And so, um, yeah, they have a, you know, there's a nice little kind of uh, thing in front of you that shows pictures of kind of how to how to utilize it yeah do these things and hit these different muscle groups so if you have no idea how to use it at all um you know you can uh, at least do that i
0: like it so i already said that was my last question but i lied so the i guess so you would buy into this whole tom brady pliability stretching all that kind of stuff how important that is for us
1: yeah absolutely i mean i you know i mean aging is none of us none of us uh are gonna are gonna beat that you know so right. it's just uh you're trying to do as much as you can and i mean uh, someone told me once it just made the most sense you know like i mean if if you constantly load the body which it needs to be loaded loaded is actually uh you know we sometimes we just always think of that of heavy weights but mm-hmm. but loading the body is a great thing that's kind of how the body uh uh, really, uh, you know, it becomes more resilient and how it maintains what it has for a longer period of time. But if you were to really load something like a heavy back squat, time and time again, time again, well, your body knows it needs to become more rigid to hold that. And so uh, if you're not, if if you're always doing certain things like that, well, you're just kind of, in a sense, speeding up that that process of hmm. aging and becoming stiffer and more rigid, where um, you know, so I think Tom Brady's approach probably for us as we age is is definitely uh, right. the better approach.
0: <laughs> and whether you like him or not, he's done okay in life. He's done okay in life. Yeah, <laughs> he's done yeah, okay. Jonathan, okay. yeah. well, Jonathan's really. been awesome being with you, man. It's like uh, you said. I hope our paths do cross, and uh, it's been awesome having you on the Circuit of Success. Thanks for being here.
1: Thank you, Brett. Thanks so much.